Hello, hello, hello. Biggie here on a Friday night, and you know what that means. It's time for my Week 15 cash game plays, and by golly, this might be the uh, craziest slate I've ever seen. Uh, everyone is uh, getting ready for the holidays. By the way, happy holidays. Merry Christmas a week early. Secondly, please subscribe to the uh, Spunky Spectrum Sports YouTube page. We can see all my catching content. Yesterday was a great sit down with my uh, golfing buddy Tom Jacobs. And third, check out the Big Deep Podcast on Spotify and Apple. As I said a second earlier, this Week 15 slate has got to be one of the craziest, wildest, and most unpredictable slates I've ever seen. First off, with the postponement with the Vegas Raiders and Cleveland Browns to Monday night, then the two Sunday games being the Washington football team, Philadelphia Eagles, Seattle Seahawks, and LA Rams being postponed. There will be football Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Thursday, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, the Monday after that, and then New Year's Eve and New Year's Day with the college football playoff match, uh, semifinal games in Olinton, Miami, and of course the uh, Rose Bowl on New Year's Day. There will be a craze of football. I know everybody's saying, well, the games are postponed. The fact we're going to have football basically almost every night for the next two weeks will be crazy. Secondly, these games are going to be played. You can't have a season where one team is playing 16 games, another team is playing 17 games. These games are going to get played. Whether they happen Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday will be another one. So enough of that negativity. At quarterback... To be honest, it's one guy and one guy only this week. It's Tua Taglia-Lova. Uh, first off, I don't think I've ever discussed Tua in a cash game before, but if you look at the way Miami's called games this year, they've thrown the ball a lot. Tua has thrown the ball at least 31 times in every game but one since... He started in week six. If you discount week nine where he didn't play, two of his past attempts have been 47, 40, 39, 13, 33, 31, and 41. Meaning two is throwing the ball. Miami's a decent-sized favorite over the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets this weekend. And, yes, you may think, Miami runs the ball, but Miami doesn't have a great running game, even though Miles Gaskin and Ackman are off the COVID list. But I think Miami could easily throw the ball early. The Jets are so putrid defensively, it may not matter. And thinking back to week 11, Tua completed 27 of 33 for 273 and a couple of scores. Good for 18.52 DK points at just 5,500. So with it, so with basically the same value and even probably a better matchup with Miami coming off the bye, 
against a New York Jet team that I'm not sure could stop anyone right now. Two is a great catch value, especially now with the Ram Seahawks Rams game being Seahawks Rams game being postponed, and the Washington Football Team against the Philadelphia Eagles. I think two is the best cash play. Play. I know he's not much of a runner, but with the fact he's throwing so much, two is a great catch play. At running back, let me tell you, this may be the craziest running back slate I've ever seen. I, I, I've thought all week about which running backs I'm going to play. And be honest with you, I went back and forth figuring out, do I like this guy? Do I like that guy? But uh, today, I finally settled on one. To me, James Robinson feels like the lock of the week at running back. He's, what, uh, 5,400, I think he is. Yes, James Robinson. If you drafted him early in your fantasy draft, I apologize because James Robinson's been a massive bust this year. But oh my, has gone, which means... We're going to see the real Trevor Lawrence this week, and we're going to see the real James Robinson. Houston cannot stop the run. They cannot. They have not tried to stop the run this year, and they're not going to stop the run. And secondly, and secondly, you look at Jacksonville's offense right now. There's no call aside with a concussion. So James Robinson could get all, most of not all the key running back touches. And you think the Jaguars are going to be motivated to show in mind he was the reason why the Jaguars struggled, particularly the last three or four weeks. I think Jackson could put up a ton of points. I think it could be a big trouble on Wednesday, but I think it could be an even bigger James Robinson day. And at 5,400, I think James Robinson is a must-play in your lineup, particularly without Stall running back. And speaking of stall running backs, look at who's not playing on the Sunday main slate. Well, Austin Eckler played last night. Jonathan Taylor plays tomorrow night. Alvin Kamara and Leonard Fournette, if he's able to go with that bum ankle, will play on Sunday night. Dalvin Cook and now Nick Chubb will play on Monday. I'm just saying, those are those are like the most popular play. Most some, if not all, the top guys you want to play every single week. And uh, to me, this week, the second guy was very very different. I went back and forth, thought about using Miles Gaskin, but to me, Najee Harris feels like a safe bet because Najee Harris is one of the only true bell cow running backs now, meaning he's not just a great runner, but a great receiver. And yes, I know what Tennessee's defense can do, but Pittsburgh's coming off a 10 day break. Tennessee's offense has not been that great, particularly since week nine when Derrick Henry sustained his foot injury. And I think the seal offense with a little bit extra pep- preparation time will be ready. Big Ben. It's funny. Big ben, everyone thinks Big Ben's old, and yet he's got what one of the best touchdown interception ratios in football the last few weeks. 
I think it's a big, big Ben week, but I think it could be a big Najee Harris week. I, th- I expect him to be involved as a runner and a receiver this weekend. Yeah, you may think he's 7,800, but without the... But look at Najee Harris running rushes, 20, 21, 26, 22, 26, 24, 23. And yeah, will we get 19 targets like he did week three against the Bengals? No. But at worst, he's probably getting four to three, four, five targets with probably a good six to seven if possible. So... I think Dodger Harris makes a lot of sense, particularly without a John and Taylor, Dalvin Cook on the main slate. At wide receiver, again, the uh, Ram Seahawks Rams postponement took away my guy Cooper Cup this week. I, I bet you a few uh, fantasy players were excited to watch Cooper Cup on Sunday, so you have to wait until Tuesday, but. Um, the Rams not being on this slate definitely changes matters. Uh, for one, I think Devontae Parker is a near must play. He's 4,300. He's 4,300, a potential number one receiver against the same crappy Jet defense. And I know people say, well, you don't stack and catch. This might be a week where you actually could because Devontae Parker's price tag doesn't make sense. And yeah, he has not been healthy for most of the year, but in the five games he's played, this is Devontae Polk was talking, share, seven, nine, seven, nine, eleven, five. And now he faced a crappy new Jet defense and no Jalen Water. I mean, Devontae Parker is in a great matchup without Jalen Water, so it's a possibly a double-digit target. You've got the tough touchdown upside with Parker, so he could get double-digit targets and a touchdown potential at just 4,300. Yeah, I really think Devontae Parker is a great catch play in this one. Again, another value, wide receiver value, but I think Gabriel Davis is in a similar spot. Maybe not quite... Devontae Parker's spot, but, you know, everyone saw what he did last week with eight targets. He scored a touchdown last couple weeks, and now he faced a Panther defense. You know, Josh Allen's foot feels like he's fine, ready to rumble. I think Gabriel Davis feels like a great play, 3,700, and a Buffalo offense throwing the ball. (laughs) Yeah, sign me up. And now we get to two guys, more, more... Comfortable in cash games. First off, how good has Deontay Johnson been? He is a target monster. He is... the Deontay Johnson has got, what, two games this year? With single-digit targets. Every other week, it's like 10, 10, 12, 13, 13, 14, 11, 10. He is so consistent. And yeah... This is finally the week where DK finally up Deontay Johnson's price set. I still think he's a good value, particularly now without Cooper Cup. Deontay Johnson makes a ton of sense. And uh, there might not be Cooper Cup on this slate, but Devontae Adams is, pretty, is uh, really good too. 
you seen him play this year? He he catches one or two passes. He usually. I mean, we all saw what he did Sunday night. And quiet, for, quiet first half against the Bears. Finished with 10, 121, and two touchdowns. The thing I'm noticing with Devontae Adams is he's not just getting real bonus, but lately he's finding the end zone. And yeah, 8900 but again, that price doesn't feel the least bit surprised. In fact, I think he does. I think Devontae Adams deserves to be the most expensive wide receiver on this league, particularly now without Cooper Cup. And tight end, uh, again, this is this is one because there's so much value. You can go a multitude of ways. You could use George Kittle. You could use a Mike Kosicki. You could use a Marky Andrews of the Warren Jacksons ready to rumble. You could use probably CJ Usama with the Bengals. But to me, I think Reverend Jordan makes a lot of sense. He's 2,800. He's getting, some, he's getting, for a guy near the mid-price, he's getting some decent targets here. He got seven targets last week against the Seahawks and a touchdown. And really, yeah, the touchdown's nice, but the seven targets might be a bigger bigger plus. If if we get the seven targets, and even if Brevin Jordan doesn't find the end zone, if he goes five for 40, that's all we want. If he finds the end zone, that's a bonus. I lost in Hooper last week, but I think Brevin Jordan makes a lot of sense. And be honest, defensively, I really want to go. I usually spend down a defense, but this week, I think Miami's defense makes the most sense. First off, they're facing the Jets, and we know Zach Wilson turning the machine. Secondly, Miami's defense has been playing. Really well lately. Not really giving up a lot of points. Getting a lot of pressure on the quarterback. And maybe more importantly, taking the ball away from said quarterback. And let me see. In four out of Miami's last five games, the Dolphins defense has picked up at least nine points. With 17 against Houston, 18 against the Bull and the Ravens, and 23 against the Panthers. So I think Miami makes a lot of sense. Now, those are the now. And all my lineup is Tua, Najee Harris, James Robinson, Devontae Parker, Gabriel Davis, Deontay Johnson, Brevin Jordan, Devontae Adams in the flex, Dolphins D. And I know what you're thinking. Why is Devontae Adams in the slot? Well, I didn't think of flex, excuse me. Because A, I like that I like having a guy in the four PMs late afternoon slate in my flex too. In case something else happens where games are postponed or whatever, I can always switch or maybe switch. Or in case other value pops up, I've got more wiggle room that way. Now, unfortunately, some games were canceled. I mean, before the Seahawks-Rams game was postponed, my lineup would have been quite a 
bit different. I mean, two still would have been my quarterback, but I was leaning really on potentially playing like a Miles Gaskin at running back. I really wanted to play Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams together. I think I could have, especially with like a Tyler Higby or even a Mike Gesicki at running back at tight end. Even a Michael Carter was the guy I thought about using, but now it looks like he's not playing with an injury. So this is quite possibly the craziest slate we've ever we've seen in a long time. Without an eight thousand dollar running back, Cooper Cup, or some of the best, even the best quarter like Herbert and Mahomes played last night. Brady is on Sunday night. Stafford and Russ on, I guess you say Tuesday night football, right? <laughs> I mean, this is gonna be this is gonna be one where you need to pay attention and make sure you guys are ready to rumble. Make sure a the game is not postponed, and b make sure that you guys are not in COVID the COVID protocol because otherwise. It's going to create a massive headache. Guys, don't panic. Don't panic. Because everyone's everyone's dealing with a lot of issue right now, whether guys are testing positive, they're in the protocol, or maybe the game's played on another day. So this is my best advice would be just relax. We've got time. If you pay attention. You, we will get through this week and hopefully make a bang fall buck. I think I feel like week 15 is going to be good for us. I feel like this is a week where just you just use the the best guys. You, I mean, if you if you want to use not to hear us, go ahead. If you want to use two, yeah, two may not have been a great play four or five weeks ago, but without the quarterbacks and expensive running backs, he feels like a good play to me. So <laughs> I can't wait to see what this uh, week provides. I mean, what is this slate going to be now? What nine games? <laughs> this is look. This is looking like extent. Wait, nine games? Eleven games? Thank you. I think. I think 11 or 12 games because there's one game was last night, one game's tomorrow, one game Sunday, two Monday. Yeah, it's a nine game slate. A nine game slate. So there's not there's not the same wake room compared to the normal week. So this is gonna this is gonna be fun, but I think we'll get through it and uh I'm I'm happy to share. With you, my advice. <laughs> it's a good stress reliever for me, and uh, I hope I hope you all make a few bucks this weekend. And uh, can't wait to can't wait to watch the games and find out who who reaches the end zone and makes it and makes it rain this weekend. That's my story, and I'm definitely sticking to it. God.